poop in a potty, pee in a potty. And then I pooped in the potty. Job, Wes. Do you guys have bidets in your house yet? I do. It's, it's the greatest invention ever. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we just use the grass. <laughs> scoot across the carpet. We'll scoot. <laughs> Got it. Hakuna Matata, guys. My name is David McWaddy. Joined once again by the host who floats goats, West VA, and the man whose voice brings tears, joy to angels' eyes, Wyatt K. Wes, welcome back, man. Dude. It's like uh, we haven't seen you in a long time. It's been a long time. Like a year, maybe? Uh, six, months, six months. Six months. <laughs> Kyle, what are you drinking there? Just water. Oh. I thought I was about to see like a milk mustache, and I got oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been more entertaining. Sorry. What's your hat say, Kyle? Is that an Endeavor hat? Yes. What is that? What's Endeavor? It's the bike shop in Charlottesville. I did logo for. Oh, nice! Awesome! Very cool. Really tired. Are you that, sponsored by them? Um, no. I mean, sponsored in the fact that like I do a little bit of work for them here and there, and I get a discount. Kyle, why are you tired? I don't know. Just, just tired. Has it been a long week for you? A little. It shouldn't have been because I had my my uh, mom in town to help watch Lena while I was working. So nice. But I guess it was a little bit. Oh well. Speaking of Luna, can I share something with you guys? Yeah, of course. So our dog Luna is no longer with us. Oh, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry. Yeah. She passed away a couple days ago, the day before Chris's birthday. And I was like, I know I have to. So I came home from work early and he had skipped school on his birthday. And I came home early to, you know, to bury her. And I, I was like looking around and I found Jackie and I was like, where do you want me to dig? And she's like, Chris already did it. Mm. He did it himself. I was like, wow, that's brutal, tough. dude. Yeah. I wanted to start the show as somber <laughs> as possible. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Good. So now there's only one Luna. All right, Kyle. Mm. Kyle got his wish. Whoa. I feel like you did it. But. Her. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know such thing. Yeah, she was a mean dog. And like kind she of wasn't. Sure, she was. Um she was only mean to like other dogs though. And uh, people. But um I don't think the kids like expected to be uh, emotionally affected by it, but they definitely were, and they're like I don't know how to process this. Sucks, man. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, it's like one less thing in your house. Oh, there's plenty. I mean, yeah, in your things. Yeah, there's plenty of beings in our house. What's your your other dog's name? Claire. How's she taking it? Um, I've never seen her happier. It's weird. Good, I guess. (laughs) She didn't like search around. I've seen that in other dogs. She was like, cool, can I come upstairs now? And like, she's like rolling the roof. She's 12. Like, she's she's up there too. She's got the gray beard. Uh, yeah. So she's liking the one on one attention. It's weird. And when Shotzi died, Minnie was like, I don't know, it was weird. She was, she was off, lost. right? Yeah, yeah, she was lost like we were. Yeah, I expected that from Claire because they've been together for. Uh, how old she was eight eight nine years so yeah she's like what's for dinner so. <laughs> dang man it's like i don't know we had brought up kyle's puppy mia passing and then yeah now your dog a couple of uh friends of ours put down one of their dogs Oof. and then um my other buddy in virginia dane passed away yeah Jeez. 
So, <laughs> what's next? <laughs> uh, well, we were going to talk about you, man, uh, since you haven't been here in so long, but I guess right. you've been kind of busy uh, burying dogs and stuff. But, uh, okay, I, I got a question for you, man. If you could not work, because you work a lot, so if you could not work for a whole year, what would you do? Like day to day or like, what would I focus? What would my yeah, new yeah. mission be? What, what, what would you do instead? If you could just take an entire year off of work, what would you do in that year? So I still have income. Sure. Fuck. I don't know. I would definitely take the girls out of daycare. Which I think we're going to do anyway. I think Jackie might not go back to work. I don't know. We're still deciding. Um, yeah, I would just try to soak that in. Like I'm starting to be more. I just traveled. I was gone for three weeks in Utah. And I came back and I was like, they attacked me coming in the door. That felt really good. And I've just tried to carry that uh, momentum daily. And I've been more present. So I think I would definitely do that. But I, I don't know, man. I would have to find something to chase down i think now you were you were gone you didn't come back at all you were gone the entire three weeks yeah yeah Damn. it was only supposed to be for two weeks but then it turned into three i'm going back out not this weekend but next weekend for a couple weeks and then i'm gonna be like two on two off so it's rough yeah that's better in the military it's not six seven months at a time and yeah no one's <laughs> shooting at us so that's good Way to stay positive. <laughs> we're, start, we're starting to like, because it's a, an account that was struggling. So I was going on now. It's kind of a little more under control. So hopefully next time I go out, it won't be 12, 14 hour days. So I'll get to hang out with you guys on Thursdays, hopefully. Has Kyle, has your work been like more busy this week? Yeah. Why do you ask? I'm just curious. I don't know. What would you guys do if you didn't have to work for a year? What's the point? I don't know. It's like, a, and you still have income. I mean, I would take like a, at least a month. Maybe I would take these like this month and take that month of time and spread it out across that year. And just for those four weeks, take a lot of time to do absolutely nothing. Yeah. But then, then what? But then That's the rest I... of the time, I would probably want to be like, doing all the traveling that I've never done or something like that. Then you wouldn't be on like a time crunch because like, uh, I don't know when we go on vacation, like we, we just went to Florida over the weekend and I don't know, man, you're, it's like a set schedule. So you only have so many days and so much stuff to cram into each day. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I would want to travel and take advantage of not having a schedule. Just yeah, like go somewhere and feel what it's like to live there and not just be like, do yeah. this, 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 like just immerse yourself for a while. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That's like Get to see anxiety. things and do things that you don't, normally don't do or see. Yeah. But I don't know oh. that I could like be lazy. Yeah, that's what I'm. I for sure could. I'd pick up, <laughs> I'd pick up the guitar again. I would, I would dabble and play some music i think i would write do some writing i think my camera would get to, picked up more for sure i don't really use it much these days come on kyle but then it would turn into okay what am i doing with this thing what are my goals how do i achieve that like i don't know maybe i would spend that year trying to break that habit yeah yeah i did that I went through that for a while with my camera and then realized that's just, I don't have the time for that. And so maybe <laughs> if I did have the time, maybe that would start in my head again. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? So you, you, you feel, felt like you didn't have the time to like work on your photography. Um, to turn it into a, business. yeah. Like I wanted it to be a side business and, I kind of sort of started getting it going, but I didn't put enough effort into 
playing the social media game and uh like trying to advertise myself yeah like it just wasn't i realized it was not for me i just i don't know and i like shot a wedding and or a couple different things like that filmed a wedding too and like it was so stressful and i'm like i don't oh, really i don't want to do that <laughs> like using my camera to just to just document and just like be there that's way more what i'd want to do then i have to oh. get every little shot that you know the brand new wed- one or something like that like you know, a wedding or like and you, family and yeah i just i'd rather just be a fly on the wall and just be capturing what i what i see and think and I wish I for like six months of my year I could have you as my videographer, so that you could be a fly on our wall. Yeah, could you imagine being like a Gary V or other guys that just have someone with a camera following them all the time? Like that would drive me nuts. Actually, I would be so annoyed with that. But I'm sure they have their boundaries. Oh, I'm sure. No poop shots. Yeah, no poop shots. Luna pooped in the potty today for the first time. My daughter too. Last week it was awesome. Yeah, good job, guys. I didn't know how excited I would be, but I was. <laughs> I was like, "It's fucking awesome." Yeah, it, potty training was not going well, and then all of a sudden it's like clicked the past like week and a half, and it's yeah. pretty cool. cool. And then yeah. I pooped in the potty. Good job, awesome. Wes. <sighs> we're we're at dinner the other day, and uh, going around the table, I'm like Sarah. What'd you do at daycare today? She goes, uh, poop in the potty, pee in the potty. Like that. <laughs> I was like, cool. <laughs> it's awesome. Poop in the potty, pee in the potty. So we were all saying that all night. Yeah. Linda is so excited when she goes <laughs> in the potty that she's like, yeah, gets up. She gets up before she's even done peeing and is like looking, like pointing, like, hey, look, look, look. <laughs> it's great. Do you guys have bidets in your house yet? I do. Nice. It's the greatest invention ever. <laughs> oh man. Now we just use the grass. <laughs> scoot across the carpet. Oh scoot. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Get it? Yeah. All right. What's um what's one thing? This is mainly for Kyle here. What's one thing that you do on a regular basis that you hate doing, but nobody knows that you despise doing it? Why is this mainly for me? I don't know. I just like pointing you out. I don't know. (laughs) Why? None of it's for anybody, dude. (laughs) I just like like making it dramatic like that. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I could not think of an answer for this shit when I was reading the question. I hate driving. I don't like driving. It's so stupid. I don't know. Who cares? But I was driving. (laughs) (laughs) Like just just to and from work. Like, can't I just fucking be there? That's why you work from home. I no. I well, yeah, I mean that would be great. I work from home today and I'm going to work from home tomorrow and it's fucking great. But like just a little shit. Just like, uh, I got a shower. No, I don't want to shower. I, I kind of showering too, man. I like being clean. Yeah. I, I like it's the very relaxing. The, the, I'm a long shower, 10 minutes <laughs> at least. And I, I just, <laughs> it's my moment, my 10 minutes a day of just like, everything turns off and i'm just yeah showering's great kelsey gives me such a hard time for how long i shower god you know what i can't i don't know if it's like into it might be different for everybody but i feel the same way l'oreal's never said anything about like how long i shower uh but i can't help but think that maybe she's thinking i'm showering for a long time (laughs) or like wherever i'm showering whoever's house it is i'm like they're I could be in there for two seconds. And they're probably like, fuck, this guy is wasting all of my water. <laughs> don't worry. I'm not thinking that if you're at my house. Cool. Thanks. I, don't, I can't think of anything. <laughs> I don't it's, not know. The sh- it's not the shower. It's just the whole morning. Like, 
shower, brush, do your hair, get dressed. I'm just like, fuck, dude. I like, can relate to that because like working from home has completely changed my way of like thinking about work. If I mean, it's nuts to think that like I got used to get ready and then drive like an hour to work. I wouldn't be happy camper. Well, I'm tr- the only thing I can think of that I feel like, I mean, I try not to complain about it, but uh, I'm just tired of waking up at six every morning with Luna. Like I love her, but damn it. Can you just sleep man. in for once? <laughs> yeah. A year. She'll be sleeping in, right? What? Won't you be sleeping in in like another year or so? I don't know. She might be an early riser forever. I have no idea. I mean, at a certain point, I won't have to wake up with her. She can fend for herself, but that'll be a while. Dude, when the kids make their own breakfast, like when they're that age, you like the rest of your life starts. (laughs) (laughs) You've you've passed the point. (laughs) When they can leave the room and you you don't have to think about it. It's, oh my God. So good. Oh, that brings me, I got to, okay, that brings me to another point. Is there, um, uh, hold on one second. At what point, no, hold on, that's not it. Uh, oh, yeah. What are some things that your parents or siblings did that built your character? Mm. There was a point in my life, we were living with mom at the time. And she told me, I think I asked her for like some Kool-Aid, like a glass of Kool-Aid. And she said, you're big enough to pour it yourself. And that was a big day. That was a big day. And ever since and you, put the, you put the cup on the floor. I think I remember this. <laughs> yeah, I do remember this. I was too short to reach the countertop. Yeah. She had that big, you know, container. Yeah, Kool-Aid. Oh, I, I know one. So my grandpa, my dad's dad, uh, lived on a farm and he would send me to the shed or the barn or the trailer or wherever and be like, bring me this thing. And nine times out of 10, I didn't know what the thing was. And he would kind of describe it. And I could never fucking find whatever it was he was asking me for. And <laughs> that panic. And you're like, okay, it's been too long. Now he's starting to think, like, what's going on? And then you're like looking for it. And you're like, fuck, I can't find it. And then, oh, shit, here he comes. And then he grabs it. He knows exactly where it is. Oh, it's frustrating. That built character. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? I guess you had to be there, maybe. I don't know. Well, my oldest, John, is like that. We'll be like, go get the pink cup from the cabinet next to the fridge, the right hand side, second shelf. You like lay out a map for him. And he's just like, ah. <laughs> and then you just walk over and you're like, and you repeat what you just said the pink cup in the cabinet next to the fridge. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. But like, it doesn't matter what it is. He's just uh, not listening to you. <laughs> it's either that or like, I don't know. He just freezes. When he has to go find shit. <laughs> I, I do that a little bit. I'll just like look everywhere and be like, huh? <laughs> find nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't think like, I can't think of like a specific moment or anything that was said by my parents or family, but I feel like uh, the, how close my family is or still is, but maybe was more back when I was a kid. That is like, prioritize like love and family and wanting to be together and close and all that. Yeah. Uh, Normalizing the closeness. Yeah. Yeah. And then things I can think of that were like a moment that changed. Uh, There's like one very specific one I can think of, and it wasn't my parents, but it is a soccer game, like sophomore, junior year. I don't know, something like that. And I feel like early on in our soccer high school days, if I fell or anything like that, I would like either play it up a little bit or I would like allow a tiny little injury to, to, to bother me like more than it really should have or something like that. And this time I, I got, I don't know, I tripped or someone tackled me. I don't know. And I fell and almost hit my head on a bench on the sidelines. 
Um, and then I like kind of rolled over and somehow I caught the, the Mark Prince's eyes and the look he gave me was basically get the fuck up and get going. <laughs> and then from then on, I don't think I ever, like, if I went down, I never was like, uh, yeah, I just went, uh, you know, I don't know how much that's translated into. I think it has, uh, yeah. I can think of, it's terrible because you're, this should be about my parents, but I think they did it in a different way. And Mark had a very direct, he would say stuff to you and all that would just like, yeah. just burn into your brain. So I have multiple moments like that with him where I'm like, Oh, just get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, I feel like uh, when we lived on horseshoe lane and I would fire balls at you, I felt at that time that I was building your character because I was sending heat made for like a much older person. <laughs> I remember one time, like I didn't wear gloves, Kyle. And uh, so he'd like be, kicking this fucking ball and it would be hurting my hands my bare hands and i'd be like hey man can you like i kick it so hard and you're like i'm not even kicking it hard yeah <laughs> and then i, I like I and I, yeah <laughs> and, and then i'm like telling myself like jesus like he's not even kicking it that hard why is it i'm a little sissy <laughs> <laughs> i don't because we're what five years apart yeah so if, if i was 15 you were like 10 that was a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. And at was, that time. Yeah. I was, I was sending it and I'm like, <laughs> I just felt inside. I'm like, I'm doing this kid a favor. I definitely always thought that though, because anytime you went and practiced with your friends, I tried to go along and yeah. I don't know. I feel like that experience that the age gap only played a favor in my part. But, yeah, I think so. Um, You know, going back, you were saying Kyle with Mr. Mark. I I kind of feel the same way, man. He I remember one time we were going to church and it was Mr. Mark, Michael, and myself. And he held up a I think I said something or whatever, and he held up his fingers <laughs> like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know what this is? And I'm like, no. And he's like, it's a W for a whiner. I was like, I don't know how many times he did that to me before I just shut my mouth from then on yeah. out. I'm like, I'll just stop talking. Uh, I wish my kids' friends came around so I could fuck with them like that. I think the other, um, uh, if I think about things, my, I think a lot of what my parents did was never like going out of their way to prove a point or to teach me anything. It was just like by example. And there's my dad worked his ass off his entire life. And so I think just watching that and I don't even think I, I did not realize it as a kid, but like, especially now that he's retired, but like, as I'm farther removed from that, I realized like he was doing everything he had good or had to do to make sure we had everything we wanted and needed. So yeah, I don't I have that. to work that hard right now. I'm like in a right position where I'm like, I'm, <clears throat> good but like i i know that i have i don't know that teaching that that i to work like don't let shit get in your way whatever do what you gotta do well as you and i a couple weeks ago we're talking about uh cars yeah and you told me to remind you about your car shopping experience my god I just please yeah. elaborate. <clears throat> oh boy, buckle in now. <laughs> um, and you might appreciate this because you've been in that industry. So Jackie has she had the van, right? And it's fine, um, short distance, but it was getting old and making noises, and something's knocking, and I don't know. She goes down 81, which is dangerous as fuck anyway. And we're like, all right, let's get you a new vehicle. And so she went on Carvana because we're like, fuck going to a dealer for four hours. And she picked out the one she wanted. And the thing showed up the next week. 
only issue she had was um, they didn't have a front license plate holder. Virginia, you got to have a front license plate. So she called them. They came out. Um, oh, and she couldn't unlock her Bluetooth. Like someone put a lock on it and it wasn't as easy as just YouTube and she had to take it to the dealer. The dealer's like, yeah, bring it in, dumb dumb. And then he was like, oh shit, I don't know how to do this either. <laughs> so he had to call an engineer. But like, you know, quick, quick fixes. Um, and then I started traveling more and driving more and I drove the shit out of my car. She's like, you need to get a new car too. So I was like, all right, <laughs> fuck it. So I went on Carvana and I found one. I was like, I'll just get, you know, a Honda that I can drive the shit out of for five years, put a couple hundred thousand on it. And I got it and came well it came later than it was supposed to because it was like thanksgiving week and i could tell the dude didn't really want to travel on 66 because it was in maryland i could have went and picked it up but i didn't um so anyway we got it and i was driving it and i'm like okay it's fine but like my fusion was like a sport fusion and it was just more fun to drive and the honda was the basic package so i was like carvana has a seven day return policy no questions asked. So I was like, cool. So I got back on and I found one a little sportier that I liked. I was like, Hey, send me this one. They're like, cool. No problem. And so <laughs> the fucking dude, um, I could tell, like I employ drivers. I have a lot of them. I know the excuses when I hear them. And he was like, um, shit, this was a while ago. So this was back Christmas time. And, uh, he was like, Oh, it hasn't hasn't got its inspection yet because they they do the state inspection before they bring it to you, whatever state you're happen to live in. And he was like, it's uh, number seven in the queue. If you want, I'll stay up all night and I'll bring it to you. And I'm like, well, I'm not staying up all night. I got another car. It's fine. <laughs> like, just get it inspected and then bring it here. And he's like, all right, cool. Um, but really what he was saying was like, I don't really I don't really want to drive it there to you. So um next day i'm like hey man because they this the the delivery dr drivers text you and i was okay. like hey man i was like where's what time are you showing up because like i gotta take off work so i can be home and he was like um uh i'll let you know and then later that day he was like hey it didn't have gas in it so i was like i'll go drive it to get put gas in it and then i'll load it on the trailer and i'll bring it to you I was like, cool. And then he was like, hey, man, as I was driving it, it was pulling to the right. I think it needs an alignment. Do you want me to do the alignment, have the shop fix it, and then bring it to you? Or do you want it? And then you do the. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, fix it and then bring it to me. He's like, <laughs> cool. So what he wrote in his notes was driver rejected the vehicle. Didn't answer my texts or calls after that. So like a week goes by. Like I I have their car. I'm not paying for the Honda. I'm waiting <laughs> on the other car. So they're not charging me anything. I'm like, I'm going to drive the fuck out of this. <laughs> so, <laughs> I drove up to Pennsylvania a couple of times. Uh, and so I called them. I'm like, hey, here's the situation. And they're like, let me pull up your notes here. And it says, oh, it says that you rejected the vehicle. And then the guy was like, wait a minute, you can't reject it if you never saw it. That's our policy. And I was like, yeah, I've never seen it. And he was like, all right, well, what car do you want? And I was like, I want that one. He was like, okay. They set it up. And then I get a call back and he was like, that car's in Ohio now. And I was like, how the fuck did that happen? He's like, I don't know. Uh, pick another car. So picked another car. Um, a week goes by, I don't hear anything. I reach out and they're like, uh, it says here that you wanted another few or you want a fusion. And I was like, no. And they're like, what car do you have? And I was like, a Honda Accord. It's been two months at this point. I'm like, it's a Honda Accord. Oh my, yeah. I'm not paying for anything. Uh, so they're like, uh, dude, pick another car. So I picked the one I want. I get a little message and it's like, hey, upload um, a new like um, 
something to prove your address because it's been too long. It's got to be within the last 30 days. So I sent in like a mortgage statement or something and it said accepted on the website. Another week goes by. I don't hear anything. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to wait. <laughs> Two weeks go by and I'm like, I'm going to call them. And they're like, uh, yeah, we didn't get that proof of address. So that car is gone. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll keep the Honda. I was like, that's Jeez, the weirdest man. Honda sale tactic I've ever seen, but I'll just keep it. <laughs> and so that was, I originally got the Honda in November, like the week of Thanksgiving. And I just got the plates today because <laughs> in order for you to get the plates, they, if, if you're doing it in person, you just sign the paper and then they take it. Um, it's basically saying like, uh, yes, Carvana can act on my behalf at the DMV. So they didn't do that with the other cars because they never fucking showed up. So I was like, where are my plates? And they're like, oh, we got to send you this form. It's in the mail right now. I was like, cool. So I get it like four days later. I don't look at it. I had to travel again. And then I came back and I was like, fuck, I better sign these things. And I open it and it's for the wrong fucking vehicle. Mm. So <laughs> I sent those back and it was like, and I kept getting nasty emails and texts like, you're about to run out of your registration. Like you're about to be riding dirty. And so I just texted back, send me the right fucking paper. And the and then because it's a bot that you're talking to. And then it was like, hey, this is a human now. Um, what's going on? <laughs> tell him. And he's got to look it up. And he's like, I've never seen anything like this. And then so they finally sent the papers. I sent them back. I got the place today from November to mid-March. So you got a free few months of a car or are they making you back pay that? No. And so they even when they were trying to get me to pick a new car, every time they were like, just take another 500 off. Like, so I was like, all right, like they're trying. And then I paid a couple payments um, for the Honda. And then they sent me a check for like two or three of the payments as a, I think on the thing, it just said goodwill, like yeah. trying to, trying to fix it. I was like, what a fucking nightmare, man. Mm, that's funny. So would you or would you not recommend Carvana? <laughs> I try, I'm trying to give a little empathy because <laughs> it all started with this fucking lazy driver. Had he just brought me the car, everything would have been fine. Yeah, but you were number seven in the queue. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> and then every time I called them, this was the first time anybody on the phone or their manager had ever seen this. And they're all working from home because it's COVID and they're probably understaffed. And I try to give a little empathy there. I saw my wife's process. It was flawless. And they're probably one of the fastest growing auto businesses on the planet. So they're doing something right. I just happened to get stuck in the fucking shitstorm mm, and yeah. just couldn't get out. I'm sure they're fine most of the time. The uh, the, her the owner for the Carolina Hurricanes is like one of their biggest investors. Really? Yeah. It might yeah. even be one of like a like minority or majority owner or something like that. It's it's a cool concept and um still better going better than going to the dealer. So <laughs> have you ever seen one of their like locations that has like the, the tower of cars? No, I should have went. If I would have went and got it, probably it's it, it really is like a vending machine. If you go yeah. there, you can type in, you know, the, the car you want and it'll like come down to you. <laughs> That's cool as shit, man. They're not the ones doing that though there is a i did see another brand that is like delivering cars to you like that yeah there's yeah, a, and I now some there's of like the like big brands ford and i don't know who i don't know if ford's doing it but some of the you know big car companies are now delivering cars straight to people too oh wow i saw a commercial the other day for uh, i don't know which one it was but one of yeah. the process though to like I picked my car. I said, buy it. It said, do you want to finance or pay in cash? I sent a picture of the front and back of my driver's license, a proof of address statement. And then, I mean, it was 20 minutes and yeah. I bought the car. I mean, it was super yeah. streamlined, super easy. Yeah. I've been uh, trying to, 
I'm being very patient, but I'm in the market for finding a really old forerunner or like maybe like a 2000 or 2001 forerunner or slightly newer, somewhere around like a 2008, something like that. And uh, I, I found one, but it was got bought out before I could even see it. But um, so I'm looking at that or my other plan is to, to be even more patient and wait another year or two, save up some money and uh, buy a, a new Ford Bronco. Yeah. Really like the new Bronco. Yeah. They're cool. We'll see. Brings me back. I have not, uh, I feel like I haven't had a vehicle of my own in a while because both of our cars are pretty much Kelsey's. So. Well, that and like you're working from home, so yeah. you're probably not driving a lot. No, no. That would be cool. It used to take me hours to complete a car deal in person. How long? Four hours. Yeah. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. There were, I would have to handwrite everything. Everything that you just said takes 20 minutes. I would have to handwrite address employer if you hadn't been at that employer for more than two years like yeah. the next employer the whole fucking thing and then type it but then, and then like and then as, move on. as the customer in that sort of transaction the whole time i'm thinking if i say the wrong thing they're gonna get me you know what i mean I've, i constantly feel like it's a battle when i'm yeah, buying it's crazy, a car yeah. but with this it was just like ordering something off amazon i was like done yep I like that they give you the, uh, we're just like a 20 minute ad here for Carvana, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> the, the seven day window, the seven, the seven day, day window, that's pretty sweet. I didn't realize yeah, and, you did that. And you can, you can send, do that at car dealerships too, man. You can send, really. you can send it back twice. I mean, they'll ask you like, so, you know, is there something wrong with the car or, and I was just like, no, I just wanted something a little fancier and so, like, cool. No problem. When it gets delivered, do they give you a chance to like, go drive it for mm -hmm. 10, 15 minutes before accepting it. Yep. Yeah. It's a pretty cool gig though, man. It's, it's super smart. And when it works, I'm sure it's lovely. And then so I just realized that I don't have a front license plate on my Honda. And I'm like, I'll just fucking do it myself. Like I'm not calling them. <laughs> I don't want... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them, they just drill straight into the plastic front. I, bumper, I probably so. yeah, can yeah. do that. Yeah, I'll just do that. Who cares? Don't. Uh, I think there is some sensors up there for your airbags. So don't drill into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. But yeah, John drives. He bought the van off of us. Oh, nice. I mean, he, he works a couple miles down the road. It's perfect. And then... I'm gonna see if Chris wants. He just turned 17 yesterday. See if he wants to buy the the fusion off of me. Needs a new gas tank, but other than that, it's good. <laughs> There's a hole in the gas tank. You can't put more than half a tank in, or you'll leak everywhere. <laughs> Shut up. I'd hate to know how much it is to replace a gas tank. If you're like, like, can't be the easiest thing to do. Well, it's it's a uh, it's under warranty. I just. Like that, or not a warranty, but a recall. So I never, I just never took it back gotcha. to get it done. And I've right. been driving that way for like four <laughs> Six years. Six years. Yeah, like four years. <laughs> Anytime when somebody's like, hey, can I borrow your car? And I'm like, yeah, don't put gas in it. And they're like, no, it's, it's no problem. I'm like, please don't. Please. You'll catch fire. <laughs> the, fir the first time I found out that I had a hole in my gas. No, I take that back. Um, I can't remember when the first time it was, but I took it to Ford and was like, Hey, there's a hole in my gas tank. And they're like, cool, drop it off. So I dropped it off. I went back to pick it up. They're like, good to go. There's no hole, hole in your gas tank. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I go pick it up in Woodstock. You I drive put back gas to, into it right there. I try, I drive back to Strasburg, fill it up and then go to work, park it. I come out and the entire parking lot is covered in fucking fuel. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. Why is everything so hard? Like, why would somebody like, be like, no, there's not. It's, it's like liar, liar, where he's like, there's a scratch on my car. Yeah. I think what's scratch <laughs> right here. It's right uh, here. That was there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's, it's recall work. So the dealership's going to get paid for it. To do the work, like, yep. why'd you do? Why'd you do that? Mm. And now they're out of business. So, wow. 
that dealership <laughs> or that dealership mechanic shop is done. Wonder why. What else you got, man? Sorry, we went on a tangent there. Actually, Pause. I have another uh, car-related question. Do you remember okay. um, going through that dude's windshield? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a turd. <laughs> we we were at, what is that place called? Uh, Rita's. Yeah, um, getting ice cream. A little, yeah, a little ice cream pop-up shop. And stupid teenagers at night and turd was driving i think he was just trying to park like honestly like had no intent here he was trying to pull into a parking space and as he's pulling forward i run and just fly back first <laughs> into his windshield and landed in his lap and uh just right through it dude i pulled glass out of that out of my back for years like it would just work its way back up to the surface and i could pull it out and he drove home like that and as luck would have it got pulled over and had to explain oh, that, that was him i remember seeing yeah. a car with the ass shape yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had to explain to the cop what happened and he was just like get the fuck out of here dude go get it Teenagers. fixed yeah and so yeah. Turd was like, I was like, hey man, super sorry about that. And he's like, that'll be, I think, I think I paid him like 45 bucks to get a fix. Wow. That's it. And it's back in the day, man. <laughs> Call insurance, man. Be like a rock hit my, <laughs> <laughs> hit my windshield. A boulder. This looks just <laughs> like a, yeah, a big yeah. rock. God, so stupid. Yeah. I remember Shanda Bagnell one time. We were run. We had to run before every um, wrestling practice. Run a couple miles, and we were coming down the high school hill. And Shanda was leaving, coming up the hill, and I was in the middle of the road, like playing chicken with her, and she didn't move. And so I just ran straight over her car as she was driving. Stupid shit that I would never do. Now, yeah, speaking of stupid shit that teenagers do, our favorite. Uh podcast guest logan i think he would we were standing near my jeep and he said something like before he did this i think he said something like this thing's a tank and then he just took a running leap and two feet slammed onto my hood like just jumped onto my hood and there was a fucking dent in my hood for like the rest of the time i had that <laughs> jeep. Like, what were you fucking doing <laughs> yeah we're so dumb my kids don't do that shit at least not that i know of there's, yeah man, i remember I a lot um, of that type of stuff your parents just don't ever know or find out yeah, it's possible i was with um our cousin's old boyfriend Dwayne, and we were going through the drive-thru at the bank and like i had just finished at the atm or whatever and i went to take off and we i was in our mom's jeep and i had turned left too hard too sharp and the little um, concrete post right there grabbed the driver's side passenger, <laughs> the back passenger door. And it, it made a little dent in it, whatever. It didn't like do any like really big damage. It was just like a little dent. And the door <clears throat> kind of like adjusted. So it, it was a little bit more difficult to open. And then when, uh, Bambi hit me in his Cavalier. It like fixed the door. <laughs> it like pushed it back down. He hit the exact same spot. Dude, Dwayne's think, car. I think, I think we talked about that. <clears throat> Dwayne's car. You could start without the keys. Like you could just turn the ignition <laughs> switch and it would start. So we'd park that shit. We'd just move it after football practice every day. <laughs> you get so mad. Dad had a van where you could. We'd be going like 80 on the highway and he would take the key out. <laughs> the, the, the lock that holds the key. He would just like take it out. <laughs> Pretty sure it's broke. No. <laughs> and don't make them like that anymore, boys. Yeah, man. <sighs> Cars are fun. Cars are cool. Not into them. No. 
Just the buying process. Let me tell you the buying process. Carvana, check it out. Not sponsored by Carvana. <laughs> that was that was the worst Carvana ad ever. Um. Okay. I got I got a final question here. What is the best approach to resolving conflict, in your opinion? Oh, I get. What's the conflict? Yeah, I guess there's different levels to it, right? I mean, well, levels and people. Yeah, I don't know. It's usually it's not like, logic. Yeah, it's usually emotion. <laughs> it's usually it's emotion. Usually emotion. Yeah, definitely for sure, man. And yeah, like the dr- angry on- drivers, like that's conflict. Right there, dealing with assholes on the road, and it's well, and it's it's that, and then when they're angry, just in general by nature, uh, not all of them, but it exists probably in every workplace. Angry employees or people that are just kind of bitter all the time for no reason, yeah. and it uh, it's really tempting to just be like, quit being a fucking baby. Because uh, most of the stuff is just like self-induced, but I've got to lead them. So you really have to be, you have to be aware of who you're the, the individual and how they receive information and what emotions you need to play on for that specific person. You think that Same changes spouse. Though, like, do you think that changes for like professions though? Like, do you think the same people with the same personality and exists in like an engineering world or like Kyle's or if Kyle's the manager of his department, the same kind of personalities exist. Guaranteed. Yeah. There's, there's whiny bitchy people everywhere. <laughs> Kyle, what do you I'm have sure to say Kyle's about this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh I'm not good with conflict. I don't know. God, you sound great right now. <laughs> Should I hold this from now on? No. <laughs> no. Am I much louder now? You sound yeah. great. Kyle, isn't there a negative Nancy in your workplace? Always fucking pissed off about something. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Always though, like about everything? Yeah, pretty much. I just read yeah. uh what the fuck was that book called? Culture Code. And um, well, the author actually spoke to our company. It was cool. But he has a role, no dickheads allowed. But we were very short on drivers. Like we we had to keep everybody, no matter what, if we could. But now we have enough people that I can, can start. Fire people. <laughs> that I can be like, no dickheads allowed. I know you're a great, you're always on time and you're always safe, but you make my life miserable. So I would like you to not be here anymore. Damn. Have you ever, uh, do you know what a disc assessment is for the workplace? Yes. Yeah. So we had to do that this week because we had like a meeting thing or whatever with like a coach what are you? type thing. I was going to ask you what, I mean. What is so, this? All right, so disc is uh, D is direct, I is influencer, oh, S is steadiness, already, and C know. is consciousness, conscientiousness. Is it by letter or by color? Letter. <laughs> by letter. Yeah. All right, because I've done something similar like this when I was actually in the car business, and they do colors, and they give you like a graph. Yeah, so I did like a 15, 20-minute quiz, stupid thing like you do. Uh, <laughs> when you're applying to like Best Buy or something like it seemed like those teams same yeah. type of question. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, Dave, you know me better than Wes, but what's your guess? What's your all's guess? I'm, I'm curious. All right. Well, you're definitely not direct. What, what were the other three? I was influencer. S was steadiness. C was conscientiousness. I think something like that. I don't know. My guess would probably be S. Okay. Wes? I was going to say you fall more towards the S and C. All right. That, spot on. <laughs> I was really? an S C. <laughs> I was an S C. So yeah. I was like on the line between S and C. That's funny. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, Guess what I was? You're a giant D. <laughs> a big old D. <laughs> yeah. We, we, it's a, our, a lot um, of managerial positions fall under that direct category. Yeah. We they we put the room into four quadrants and so then you had to like go stand in your quadrant. Segregation. And, and uh we only had two people on the D and I side of the room. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I mean, well, that's not true. There was three people because there's two people in D and one in I. But still, it felt like everyone <laughs> was over in CNS. I wonder if that speaks to the industry. I mean, what yeah, it could. Share that. It probably does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I if you would have, if I just wouldn't have taken the quiz and you just showed me the graph before or without the quiz, I probably would have been like S bam. Cause I think, I don't know. I was talking about this during the meeting. I was like, I feel like, I mean, obviously, but I feel like this could change throughout your life and career and like circumstance and where I'm at currently or where I've been to get here, like working for the hurricanes and stuff like that. Like I just, it, you couldn't work for a pro sports team and, or I mean, plenty of people do, but like I realized what was best for me is to not get up with the highs and lows with what the team is doing. Cause otherwise I'm going to be all over the place. Mm. Like, let's just stay right mm. here. Yeah. And I, maybe I was like that beforehand. I don't know, but now I just feel like I'm trying to carry that through because like, I feel like I'm different, not at work, of course, but at work, like definitely I'm like, none of this bothers me. I'm, I listen to people complain at work all the time. And I'm like, this is nothing. You go, this is nothing. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, I feel like some people have to have a, um, an enemy or something to combat. They're yeah. not happy. Yeah. It's fucking exhausting. Isn't that nuts? Though? There's like this culture oh of um, like why, why is it like everyone gets together to hate on people to complain. I'm like, you're just bringing all of us down. Let's just stay yeah. up here. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. That's something I actually think about regularly is like, you know, I get depressed at times with work and frustrated and anxious for no reason. I'm like, dude, it could be so much worse so much worse and like i'm creating these negative thoughts and like this negative energy in my brain for no reason like why am i programmed to think that no matter what hold it has to be stressful like it's, mm -hmm. if i just like take a deep breath think about this shit and like work on what i can work on it's gonna get done yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just, and it doesn't matter whether it's like any position I've held in my working career, it's always felt the same. Like, at certain times, it's going to be stressful for no reason. Yeah. Nothing it all goes through spells. I, yeah. Nothing that I've done is important enough to like really be stressful. There's people in situations that are like, you know, I don't have to wake up and there's a war outside my house. It can't be that bad right now for me. I just like make it bad for no reason. I can't help it. Yeah, I've I've got stress, like especially when I was in Utah, like that shit was hard. And there's it was high stakes. Like it had to be fixed right now. But then I guess I've just been through it so much that you just kind of get used to it. It's like a helmet fire and and then it's over and then you sleep and then you wake up and you fucking go back at it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess I also have the perspective of, well, I'm not at war, so it's tough, but it's like, yeah. it's, it's not real. Exactly. It is it's because not, it's not, it's not really real. My livelihood <laughs> depends on it. I could lose my job if I didn't do a good job, but who gives a fuck? Just get another one. You know what I mean? Exactly, man. Exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> Kyle's like, you guys are fucking morons. Yeah. He's like, you guys should fucking draw stuff. It's way better. <laughs> <laughs> we had to draw something in this desk meeting. And 
I just like, I looked around and I'm like, you all are going to see that I'm a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people thought that the fucking imposter syndrome. That's, that's what I think adds a lot of stress to me. It's like, God, like, what if I don't pull this off? Like, everyone's going to see what a fucking failure I am. Yeah. And then, it, and then it's fleeting. I like, I'm like, dude, you're awesome. Get your shit together. But it, it creeps in. Yeah. I had a minor breakthrough during this desk meeting, though. And I feel like it's something I always knew, but I like finally like told it to myself, I think. Yeah. But like we a couple times throughout the meeting, there was like some like almost icebreaker, just those stupid type of questions or those like rapid fire questions. And I'm like, my anxiety just spikes immediately. But because of everything we had been talking about that morning, I'm like, but wait, everyone around me's anxiety is popping up right now. Like I'm not the only one with anxiety right now. And all of a sudden it just like came back down. I was like, Oh, that was, uh, that was good. Like, that's <laughs> why have I never thought of that before? <laughs> like, why have I always <laughs> assumed that I'm the only one freaking out? How do you get it to drop like that? You just sit there and think that like, you're not the only I don't one. know. I just told myself that. And then like, it didn't drop immediately, but like, I felt like way more relaxed of like, oh, we're all just sitting here like fuck, 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 fuck. You fuckers are just <laughs> like me. Yeah. Yeah. I have That's... really noticed that lately. Just out of the blue, I will get anxious. And I'm like, no, I've been why? why? Fucking wreck with anxiety the past two weeks because of everything going on. But that's just I mean, yeah, but not helping. Yeah. I'm just like, I've I don't know. I've like really it's it's just been super noticeable. I'm like, what is, what am I doing? I'm just staring at a computer. I don't, I don't know. It's been bothering me. Get yourself a, uh, a pen, like your brother has. I, I don't even cookies. know what's in that, but I got, I got cookies actually. Do I lost oh. 10 pounds in St. George and Utah. I just didn't <laughs> eat. I just worked and slept. That's what happens when you go out of town, dude. Like, fuck. I even had the company card. Could have eaten. <laughs> like twice a week, I would get like a good meal. And then I was just fucking working. I wasn't hungry. I was like, got to get back at it. Got to get back at it. It's nice in short bursts. You know what I mean? For a couple of weeks here, just like pour it all in. Come home, breathe a little bit, and then go back out. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to do that. Nah. Pour it all nah, in for dude. two weeks. But I it's fun to see. See I what thrive you got. off of needing to get shit turned around quick. Like the, yeah, like the, that, like day or two of like, boom, let's like, I, that's when I'm at my best, I think. And I'm not at my best at all when things are like, oh, you have a month <laughs> to do that. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to wait yeah. two days before it's due. And then I'm going to put myself in that situation so that way I can get shit done. I have found a that terrible um, way to do things. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, do you procrastinate? A lot oh, like is sure. that yeah oh, man me too sometimes I, I don't know if I uh, I have found lately that and small tasks if I do small tasks more frequently than like larger tasks seem to get done sooner and then I feel better about it that makes sense did I explain that yeah I think I know what you mean like if I have a lot of shit to do I get a lot of shit done. If I only got a little bit of shit to do, uh, yeah, it takes a while. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, I would have knocked this out in an hour had I been busier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> weird. But yeah, when you show up to like, um, not fix an account, but like, just if 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 you're called in to go help a place or turn a place around, like you show up and like the customers looking at you, the competitors are there looking at you. The employees that are there are like, so it's like, mm, damn. like you're, you're here to fix us. So it was like, everyone's like, just come on, man. It's all you. Yeah. But there were, there were five of us that came and then, then there were three and then two. And now we're just going to stick to two and just do rotate rotating shifts or rotating weeks. But yeah, like, I don't know. It's weird. It's like, you're the expert. Like, you look pretty young. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, man. I don't know. Don't look too closely, please. It's like going to a young doctor. 
Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That is true. When I first meet a driver, because, you know, you recruit them, um, most, most of my drivers don't live near here. And so, you know, they might live in Boston or Kentucky or something. And we bring them there and I'm like, they know who they've been talking to on the phone and they've painted a picture in their head and they meet me. And every time I see their face, it's like, mm. <laughs> oh, it's a child. <laughs> funny. Sucks. Are they expecting like some hard nosed, like grizzled person? Like, I don't know, because what wins them over is the empathy and the kindness and the, you know, the motivation and the the energy that I've got, which usually doesn't exist in hard grizzled people, but that's yeah. all they've been used to their whole career. And then they show up and they're like, I'm like, it's still the same guy that won you. I'm like, yeah, you're just not walking around in like steel toed boots and yeah, a work shirt or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Do you do you think Wes there's is my stereotype of uh, face? truck drivers? <laughs> yeah. What'd you say, Dave? Uh, I was curious if Kyle thought your voice matched your face. Yeah. Do you think David Beckham's voice matches his face? I can't remember the last time I heard David Beckham speak. So he sounds like Peppa Pig. <clears throat> Fair enough. <laughs> I don't really know what Peppa Pig sounds like. So it really doesn't sound good up here. No, it sounds. It's a little too close, but it sounds. <laughs> all right well it's great to have you back wes it's good to be back man i've carried a lot of guilt not being able to be on and it's always fun to be on so well the first uh yeah i mean when we had the eat me cookie chicks on here you would have loved oh so bummed i was so excited for that one man they're like my new best friends they're fucking fucking funny man yeah yeah um, and then I think you would have related a lot to um, the Gideon's owner, Mr. Steve. Yeah. He was super cool, man. I did, I felt like I wasn't cool enough to talk to him. That's how cool he was. <laughs> he was cool like he the he, he was the nicest person too, man. He was yeah, he was way chill. too cool for us. But he definitely was like he was just he's a. I don't know. He's just fucking awesome, dude. I'm a big fan of his. And the next day, you know, we drove down to Orlando. I got to see exactly what we were talking about. Got to see one of his establishments. And did you see him? No, I did not see him. I didn't want to be like, "Hey, remember me? We just talked." <laughs> Good. Uh, but, <laughs> but I love I, people that are described that way. And I hope one day, when I'm older and a little more relaxed. That people are like, I don't know, man. That guy's just fucking awesome. Like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like, I love those people. There's, they're not. There's not a lot of them. He, I don't know. He just seems like so simple and smart. Like he's got it figured like, out. Yeah, but yeah. like he makes it look so easy. Yeah. And he's just. But if you were to ask him, he'd be like, "No, I'm just, I'm just going with the flow." Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. What the fuck, dude? Very self-aware, but calm about it. Yep, I feel Maybe very inadequate when we interview people and you're not here, Wes. Why? Sometimes, sometimes I yeah. feel like you're you're the glue that keeps an interview going. <laughs> I feel like Definitely. I'm. I don't know. I don't mean to offend you by saying that, Dave, at all, because I feel like I'm right. I am Dude, like. I would agree. I'm just like, oh, I'm missing Wes because anytime there's a, a a lull, you're just right there, just on it with something and so then there were definitely moments where i'm like fuck what i what should i ask what should i do what should i do uh, and then yeah sometimes i sometimes i feel like i need to shut up and just be like you're talking too much like there's three of us it's the opposite it is the opposite if you just seen i had like a list like a i did a lot of research on gideon's and like had a big sheet filled out because i was i thought you were going to be there and then uh, you know you didn't go weren't able to and i was thankful that we had (laughs) you know i had done all this uh homework i mean he i don't know he was very aware of like 
what a podcast is and what you do on a podcast. So he was like, he also helped make it easy them. to talk to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, and then the, but yeah, I agree completely with Kyle. You definitely are like in those pockets and ask questions I wouldn't have asked. Uh, so it's definitely very enjoyable when you're, when you're on board and, and we have a guest The eat me cookie chicks. They were just like, we were it was like all those <laughs> dude. Yeah. They were going to yeah. do whatever they were going to do. Yeah. They were super cool. That's a fun guest to have. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, man, thanks for uh, joining us again and hopefully we'll see you next week. Kyle next week, Kyle, you're looking good, man. That endeavor hat, it meshes with your, yeah, chef's kiss. <laughs> Thanks. All right, man. Uh, yeah, thank you guys. Smell you next week, right here on Peace.